0: Welcome back, everyone. It is time for Episode 9 of PCP, a.k.a. The Politically Correct Podcast. We are your hosts, Johnny Peterson and Ricky. Look at me, I'm Ricky Phillips. If this is your first time tuning in, thanks and welcome to the show. Feel free to go back and listen to any of our previous episodes. However, you don't need to in order to enjoy this one, as all of our episodes are unique and different. One of the biggest things we want to do with this podcast is get... Suggestions from you, the listeners. If you have ideas for topics, stories you think we should tell, or anything you feel that the rest of the listeners would benefit from hearing, feel free to contact us on our social media. Our handles are in the description of the podcast, as well as the descriptions of every topic listed. Please also go follow the PCP Twitter handle, at PCPodcast1. With that said, let's jump right into it. welcome back guys it is episode nine uh this is a special i guess not really special valentine's day episode but since it's valentine's day week we threw in at least one segment in there but i digress anyway rick what's going on dude
1: nothing much man just chilling uh we're uh we're not introducing a beer of the week this week because we feel that our our the inside of our mouths have just been so traumatized by last week's beer that we had to take a break
0: i i haven't fully recovered yet
1: Uh, johnny's johnny's like having nightmares about it
0: Uh, we were bedridden for at least three days (laughs) i think (laughs) it was so bad the philly tears really got to us (laughs) so yeah i would i'll be just drinking straight coffee ricky's got some sweet tea so we're taking it a little easy this week
1: I guess so, yeah, and we're, I, I guess we're trying to save some money, not spend it on alcohol, because we've got girlfriends, and it is Valentine's Day, Yeah, tomorrow. fuck you guys,
0: we have girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
1: losers! <laughs> no, just kidding, but, uh, no, everything's been going good, uh, nothing much new, other than, uh. Recording some podcasts.
0: You know, we're you know we're just out here we're trying to... We're just slinging to, them out there, huh? We're trying to just build this podcasting empire. Another reason why we didn't buy a beer is because we're broke, and <laughs> every dollar has to go towards this venture. Not really, but we have a great lineup for you guys today. Some great topics that we're going to get into right now. Topic number one, big news uh, for you sports fans out there. Kyler Murray, the former OU quarterback, has decided that he is going to choose the NFL over a lucrative major league baseball contract ricky initial thoughts
1: initial thoughts so i like to think of this that the reason that he chose the nfl is from like like if you think of kyler murray like let's just say that he's he's like got national like awareness yeah if you think of kyler murray what do you think of him as, like, a football player or a baseball player? I
0: I literally had no idea he was even a baseball player.
1: Okay, so I I think that from, like, a marketing standpoint, his brand is, like, football. Yeah, that's true. And, like, regardless of how good he is at the other sport, I think he went football because of – everyone's already aware that he plays football. He just won the Heisman. Like, I I think that there's more – like. There's more notoriety in the fact that he's going to the NFL. If he went to the MLB, I feel like it wouldn't get as much press or anything. But at the same time, I feel like he could have picked the MLB because security-wise...
0: Physical security. What was his his signing bonus? We'll we'll get into that. I I do have an article that that gives a lot of this some context. But I I agree with you because, let's be honest, as much as baseball is considered uh, America's pastime, it's definitely the third most popular sport in the country behind oh yeah vastly behind the NBA and the NFL right just simply because of honestly i don't know why i really don't know why i mean baseball's fun i like going to baseball games i'm not a huge baseball fan of the sport but i enjoy watching it
1: yeah i think it's just the fact that i don't know with baseball i i, I can't say that like say the game thing because some people I think the reason that – one of the reasons that the NFL is so popular is that they have a limited amount of games. Like they have like what? like 14, 16 games. Like, yeah, 16 games. Yeah. Whereas like I think in a regular – It's like 162 yeah, or something. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's something ridiculous. And it's like – so I think that since there's like that short-term amount of time of which the NFL is actually going on, I think that people are more inclined to get involved with that, knowing yeah. that they're not going to be, you know, like, it's like going to a Rangers game where you show up to a Rangers game and it's like, oh, the weather's really nice. And then two months later, like, you're boiling in like 150 degree heat.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then the month after that, it's pouring rain. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like there's people like, it, they like to, people's attention spans nowadays, is very limited. Like, I agree. Like people like to focus on one thing for a very short amount of time, and then they just drop it. Yeah. Like having someone commit to like keeping up with a whole baseball season. I mean, I could see how that's like because they play like a game every day. Yeah, and it's like,
0: one one last thought before we get into this I'm ESPN sort of rambling, article. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one, one final thought on that. I think another big portion of it is the star power drama that comes from the NFL. and Guys like Baker Mayfield, right. Josh Norman, Tom Brady, Gronkowski. Yeah. And in the NBA side, where is Kevin Durant going next season? Why are all these players moving? LeBron in L.A. So more so than that sport itself is the drama that surrounds the, the league I think plays a huge key uh, part into why people are such big fans more one than the other. But anyway, we got way off track. Back to this whole <laughs> Kyler Murray thing. So this is an ESPN article on everything you need to know about a potentially historic decision, as what they're calling it. So apparently Murray would be the first player ever drafted in the first round of both the NFL and the Major League Baseball drafts. According to a live sports bureau, the Oakland Athletics drafted Murray as an outfielder at the number nine overall pick in 2018. But you might be thinking to yourself, First round, isn't he five foot ten? I'm reading directly from the article.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh wait, it says that he's five foot nine
0: and seven, and seven eights.
1: Eights inches <laughs> in socks. In, in socks. socks. So those oh, socks I'm are sorry, in socks. those
0: socks <laughs> are giving him a huge uh, leg up on everybody else. Uh, Damn. A, according to Elias, only five quarterbacks listed at five foot ten or shorter have thrown an NFL pass since 1960. The last being Doug Flutie in 2005.
1: I think. Oh, man. I just don't know what to think. I think that he's, like, one of those freak athletes and, like, he's going to be really fast on the field.
0: He's going to get hit at some point, though. But, but like, what if
1: he's, like, Tom Brady and, like, he just has such a, like, a good offensive line just never gets hit? Like, no one ever touches Brady.
0: That, okay, that would be the first obstacle to overcome. The second would be he can't even see over the offensive line.
1: Yeah, dude, he's... I mean, like we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes, but I personally think that he should have picked baseball. I may be a little biased because I like baseball better than football. Shout out Wes! Yeah, shout out Wes,
0: current baseball player at Abilene Christian University. So we got yeah. a a we'll D one in the in the podcasting family.
1: <laughs> we'll uh, be we'll be catching him uh, soon when he plays TCU. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, like I may be a little biased because I like baseball more, but I think that just from a standpoint like we talked about this earlier yeah what's your like you know the average lifespan for a player a career the average career in the
0: nfl NFL, i think we talked about it's like three or four
1: years yeah like three or four years if you get past three or four years then you know that you're like good
0: yeah which speaks to a testament like tom brady who's been in the league for what like 19 years and unbelievable
1: i i don't know i just feel like MLB would have been better because it's like I I, I don't know like it feel like it'd just be like better security for himself. It's it's
0: safer and and one of the part and of he that he
1: won't be like, you know Drooling like talking to a wall when he's age 50. Yeah, because he's been clobbered in the in yeah, the head seriously and I
0: feel like being 5'9 it's gonna Have a, a an adverse effect on you know his ability to recover from injuries and take those kind of hits but right. one of the aspects of this is the financial aspect so One of the questions that's answered on this ESPN article is how much would he have earned with the athletics? So Oakland guaranteed him $4.6 million after drafting him, and his next contract would have been contingent on Major League success, which I have no doubt they drafted him eighth overall. Uh, By contrast, more than half of NFL active quarterbacks have earned at least $10 million in their careers compared to 28% of outfielders, according to SportTrack, and about 11% of NFL quarterbacks have made at least $100 million compared to 5% of outfielders. So if this was a financial decision, like we talked about, his brand goes in a lot more with football than it does with baseball. And he has the opportunity to make a ton more money oh my regardless God, of the job security that you is lacking in the NFL.
1: Dude, whoever he gets picked up by, it's going to be like ticket sales are going to go up, you know, merchandise sales. Like everyone's going to buy his jersey. It's going to be a big deal once whoever he gets drafted to, I don't know who's going to get drafted to, but I mean, from a financial standpoint, I get it because yeah. he has the chance to build upon the growth that he's like receiving right now.
0: And yeah, like and brand deals, obviously someone yeah. someone out there with some brand like out there some, is going to try and get, get him. Endorse him. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, we already saw Baker Mayfield in a Super Bowl commercial. All those football legends like for, in the NFL
0: and it doesn't have to be just athletic apparel companies or yeah. the NFL like headphone deals um There's a a great app that's actually coming out. It's called Earbuds. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But it's basically like social media for music where athletes will kind of broadcast what they're listening to, like Spotify. Oh, really? And people can, like their fans can listen to them. I guess like the premise of it is you can listen to what Cam Newton's listening to while he's warming up at the same time as him.
1: That's pretty crazy. I didn't even know know anything about that. Yeah,
0: on our our other podcast that we talked about it. Um, But yeah, I think... I don't know if I were Kyler Murray, I would have chosen baseball just just off security alone. You can make the money, and you're not going to get CTE when you're 35. Right. I that that's a deal breaker for me. I I care too much about my brain to want to yeah, take that risk. And
1: I, I mean like in the end in the end it is his decision, and like I I am not shocked.
0: Oh no, I'm he not He
1: football. I'm just saying it would have been cool if like everyone uh you know in the country maybe like saw the other side of him it's like wow he's like you know Bo Jackson where he played baseball and football and like he's just a beast anyways I I, if if he played baseball I thought that would have been really cool it's like wow like he just came from OU and like just won the Heisman Trophy in football yeah then he goes to Oakland performs like I don't know maybe he get like MVP like r- rookie like rookie of the year or something. Yeah, and I think I if
0: he chose baseball, that would bring a, a lot of fanfare to Oakland for the A's, and it would probably boost the MLB's overall kind of just popularity at least a little bit just because of his namesake alone.
1: Yeah, I thought it would have been cool, but I respect the decision. Uh, maybe maybe he'll do I don't know.
0: Yeah, they don't rule out the possibility that he could still go over yeah, to the MLB. I mean, maybe like, he, maybe he has a shitty rookie rookie year and then ends up going to the MLB.
1: Yeah. It's very true. I mean, hell, if Tim Tebow can, you know, attempt to get in the MLB, I think Kyler Murray would be fine. <laughs>
0: Tim Tebow's kind of nice at baseball. <laughs> Dude, like low he, Not as not as good as he was at football, <laughs> but he, he can power it.
1: It's like any time he, play, he plays uh, ESPN, just like completely just all over him, just Tim any home run he gets. Yeah, Tim, T- Tim Tebow is an awesome guy. Like, yeah, we love Tim I Tebow. Mean, I I – I just think it's funny that it's like you're just posting all of his home runs. Like how how many times has he gone up to the plate? Yeah, seriously. He's actually, hit one. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like um, what's his batting average? But speaking of football,
0: the NFL itself might be having a little bit of competition. We saw the uh, the AAF started their season, and one of the highlights that I saw was a, a quarterback just getting absolutely just cracked. Yeah. Which would have immediately been a flag in the NFL because yeah. of the fact that they're putting this—they're basically putting quarterbacks I in this no-hit zone. A-F. Yeah, I—I I hadn't heard of it either.
1: I hadn't even heard of
0: it. But we're not talking about—we're not even talking about the AAF. There's another league yeah. coming out, and, and it's the return—the return of the XFL.
1: The XFL, the Extreme Football League. Bro, turn time. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sick. Uh, if y'all aren't aware of what the Extreme Football League was, it was a complete utter failure in 2001.
0: There's some good documentaries uh, on it, right?
1: There is a 30 for 30 ESPN documentary over the XFL. I highly recommend you watch it because it is just, it's incredible. Like just, it, so so basically, it's run. It, it's they're partnered with, or I think it's this the. The CEO of the WWE.
0: Or they were. I don't know if they're still currently. Yeah, it says it originated as a joint venture.
1: Yeah, it originated as a joint venture with the WWE. And basically, this whole thing, I'm just going to give you all a little bit of history for if y'all don't know what it is. It was founded in 1999 first season was in 2001 and the last season was in 2001 a vision of how big of a failure this was basically the whole concept behind it was that the NFL as some people commonly nickname it as the no fun league the, these people felt that the NFL was getting too soft there were there were new rules being placed. That was
0: back in 99.
1: That was back in 99.
0: Imagine now. Oh yeah,
1: imagine now. Uh there were new rules being in place that people disagreed with. Well, the WWE decided to have a joint venture with uh NBC to create this new league called the Extreme Football League. And basically the idea behind it was that it was like The games will be faster people are gonna hit harder we're gonna have the most banging cheerleaders oh that was a huge talking point they advertised everything they advertised these guys like running through a concrete wall they had this ridiculous commercial just for the cheerleaders where they're all in a locker room like with towels on like about to like shower oh yeah like our cheerleaders are very hygienic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was it's, completely ridiculous. It
1: was completely over the top, which is something that you would a hundred percent expect from a WWE, because that's how it is. It's yeah, like, it
0: just screamed because WWE. WWE.
1: It's not real wrestling. It's oh, oh, sorry if I offended any of you people out there. That someone's it was someone's
0: real. out there listening right now. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, what?
1: Wait, WWE, is that real? So, what the f- What, dude? <laughs> what? Wait, you're telling me. You're telling me right now.
0: tops <sighs> on Google. <laughs> but, uh, um...
1: No, no, yeah, but no, the wrestling's fake. But it's, it's like a show. It's a showman thing. It's like, oh, yes, I'm going to pay money to go see someone get obliterated on a football field. Like... Hey, I could look up hours of YouTube footage, greatest hits of all time. And they're phenomenal. And they're phenomenal. Yeah. But what if I can go and see that in person? I would be down. And you know what's what's terrible about this? (laughs) Is that these people are going to be getting hit harder... And i'm pretty sure like the starting salary is like seventy-five thousand.
0: <laughs> oh yeah they have no money to start up this league <laughs> but back to the xfl specifically so again they had that one season they shut down but now they're back they have a release for 2020 reboot yep complete with eight league-owned franchises so yep. they've got eight teams across the country including our hometown i guess not really our hometown but our next door neighbor dallas will be playing at globe life park in arlington there's a team in houston la new york seattle st louis tampa and washington dc so they're they're pretty well spread out across the country these players will be traveling a lot of opportunity to be seen not sure if they'll be getting a lot of tv time i mean i would be down to watch an xfl game on tv
1: Dude, I, I bet the tickets aren't that expensive either. We no, should, I'm sure they're dirt cheap. We should honestly like, go and get some.
0: <laughs> we will go and watch an XFL game, and then we'll come back, and we'll we'll do a segment on our experience and how it was, because I feel like it's going to be a lot rougher and a lot rowdier than it would be if we were to go see the Cowboys.
1: That's that's like the idea behind it. And speaking of Dallas, the Dallas team, and connecting back to, to Oklahoma football with Kyler Murray, Bob Stoops, who originally retired from Oklahoma football as head coach after coaching for 16 seasons is now the head coach of the Dallas XFL team.
0: Honestly, that gives the league some legitimacy.
1: It does. Legitimacy. Because Bob Stoops as ran a terrific program at OU as much as I hate to say it. I mean, I mean, Hannah's gonna love that I'm talking about OU right now uh (laughs) (laughs) he ran a terrific program at Oklahoma and I mean it does give them some credibility you're 100% correct I feel like I feel like if you have a coach like that like he's he's seen real football like I can't I don't know who the recruits are for this league like maybe people that didn't make the nfl draft like we're close to it i don't know yeah no
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be that
1: were in the nfl draft and just like didn't get drafted or
0: i'm sure it's gonna be fully made up of nfl level talent because there's only so many spots in the nfl
1: well yeah and also this the stage that they're playing like they're playing in uh it looks like they're playing in a lot of baseball stadiums yeah Oh, I, I,
0: they probably wouldn't be allowed to play in NFL stadiums. That's just as good. Yeah. There's just like that's like letting Burger King come into McDonald's and be like, yo, can we set up shop here? Just just on the weekends. And, just set and up sell. like a
1: little like lemonade stand, like Burger King. Yeah.
0: Um, I have a funny tweet uh before we round out this segment. So this is from the CFL. Uh I retweeted this. Defensive tackle Poop Johnson has signed with the Toronto Argos.
1: <laughs> poop johnson his name is
0: poop johnson <laughs>
1: poop johnson no
0: joke poop johnson
1: is it johnson
0: yep that poop <laughs> that was a wet one anyway that's enough wait,
1: wait, his parents called him, named him poop
0: I, i'm sure his nickname is poop oh yeah well i don't i don't do I know, that know anyone that's another story I that guess. is another story we'll have to come back with the story of maybe poop a rough johnson. time
1: in the locker room and he just like shit himself in the showers <laughs>
0: I'm sure the origin of the nickname has something to do with poop. (laughs) But I think that's enough football for for today. That's enough poop, too. That's enough poop, too. (laughs) So we know Valentine's Day is either today or has already passed based on when we released this episode. But love is in the air.
1: Love is in the air.
0: And whether you're single and you're going to be binge-watching Netflix and eating ice cream on Valentine's Day or you're going to be breaking the bank for your significant other to take them out for a nice meal or buying them gifts we feel that you guys should know a little history about valentine's day and and who better to tell us than historychannel.com or or as it's called history.com so let's talk about the origins of valentine's day where did it come from and history.com has has a pretty great idea of where it come from so the origins are to a bloody pagan festival some trace Valentine's Day origins to a Christian effort to replace a pagan fertility festival that has been dated as far back as the sixth century BC. During the festival of Lupercalia, Roman priests would sacrifice goats and dogs and use their bloody soaked hides oh. to slap women on the streets as a fertility oh blessing. My gosh. According to legend, women would later put their names in an urn and then be selected to be paired with a man for a year. What? I am so glad we don't live in sixth what century the fuck,
1: BC, dude. Okay, so that happened back then. I guess we, I I don't want to get like be rude about this, but I mean, if women get catcalled on the street. Imagine what these women went through back (laughs) Oh my god, I'm sure it was so much worse. Oh Uh, man, this is
0: completely brutal. that
1: is insane. Well, let's keep on digging into this because I'm actually really intrigued now. Letters addressed to Juliet. So every year, thousands of Romantics send letters addressed to Juliet, the subject of the timeless Romantic tragedy, Romeo and Juliet. The city marks the location of the Shakespearean tale, and the letters that reach the city are dutifully answered by a team of volunteers from the juliet club each year on valentine's day the club awards the cara oh my gosh i'm gonna butcher that cara
0: (laughs) julietta which is italian for dear juliet okay so it's a prize they give to the author of what they call the most touching love letter based on their opinion and i think that's pretty cool that's a more lighter side yeah I i gotta i gotta think though that some of these people writing these letters gotta be some of the most lonely and depressed people on the planet yeah Either that or they're very happy and they're just phenomenal writers and they want to win this contest. There's Maybe no so. in-between.
1: Maybe so. It's better than getting slapped with a bloody goat hide on
0: it. <laughs> there are a lot of things that are getting s- better than getting slapped with a bloody goat hide on the street. Dude,
1: that's like low-key metal.
0: That's, that's pretty metal. I'm a big disturbed guy and lamb of God and Godsmack. Oh, la-
1: oh, damn. All right, yeah, I respect that. I
0: don't me? listen to any metal and he I was able to just – rip off three metal bands johnny
1: knows johnny knows of like any band like lamb of god is because of me so anyways we could also get into the history of the box of chocolates where did it come from
0: so box of chocolates the valentine's day tradition of giving a box of candy was started in the 19th century by richard cadbury a scion of a british chocolate manufacturing family damn they had like Cadbury. Mafias of of, manufa- of chocolate manufacturers. <laughs> this was an organized crime family, with a new technique recently established at the company to create more varieties of chocolate. Cadbury pounced on the opportunity to sell chocolates as part of the beloved holiday. So this so, guy was just a businessman. So, so this guy he was straight basically
1: up like a marketing genius. This guy was trying to get he was like, paid, son. He was like Hallmark, and like, hey, we're gonna just rattle off a shit ton of cards.
0: Just dude i'm so happy you brought that up the whole the idea i mean how stupid are we that we fell for this some guy sat down a bunch of executives at a table and said and this is the same thing with the chocolates and said hey we're gonna print different messages on a piece of paper and we're gonna sell them for 4.99 sometimes they'll say get well soon or maybe it'll be a funny cat yeah and we can sell them year round and apply them to any holiday ever and has turned the uh the 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 card, the the Hallmark card, into a billion-dollar corporation.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. It's it's insane. Have you ever seen Mr. Deeds? No. What is with that? With Adam Sandler? No. Okay. So you don't really need to know the background of the story, but he would write a, a card every day and send it to Hallmark and see <laughs> if they would publish it. <laughs> and it would just be, like, the dumbest shit. Like, Anyways, that's just something I thought of. I, that is fun' If funny. y'all seen Mr. Deeds, y'all know what I'm talking about. Mr. Deeds is a classic movie uh one of the few adam sandler movies that i actually enjoy
0: that wasn't a total snooze Uh, fest
1: yeah or just like completely idiotic like uh freaking what is it grown-ups i can't stand grown-ups i can't i can't watch grown-ups
0: all right that okay one more one more thing on the on the valentine's day thing so you know how when you write a letter to your significant other i guess you do it over text now and it's this is kind of a moot point because of emojis now but they go into the history of how the X, the letter X, uh, came to be the symbol for a kiss. So, oh, yeah. So, the idea of using a kiss to sign off on Valentine's uh, has also a long history, according to the Washington Post. The use of X came to represent Christianity or the cross during the Middle Ages. And during the same time, the symbol was used to sign off on documents. After marking with an X, a writer would often kiss the mark as a sign of their oath. That's crazy. As as the gesture grew among kings and commoners of two certified books, letters, and paperwork, these records were described as having been sealed with a kiss. So I guess that's where that term comes
1: from, too. There you go. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty pretty interesting. I like that. Wait, did you see this one? First Valentine was written from a prison? What? First Valentine was written from a prison. History's first Valentine was written in perhaps one of the most unromantic places conceivable. A prison. Charles Duke of Orleans wrote the love letter to his second wife at the age of 21. Second wife at age 21? Man. Dude was getting it. He clearly made some. Dude, like back then though, like they're probably getting married at like age 16.
0: Oh, yeah. People were getting married at 14, 12. And what do you know when you're 14? Of course, you're going to get divorced. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like, oh shit, this guy actually sucks. It was probably
0: after a week.
1: (laughs) So, Duke of Orleans wrote the love letter to his second wife at the age of 21 while captured at the Battle of Agincourt. As a prisoner for more than 20 years, he would never seize Valentine's reaction to the poem he penned to her in the early 15th century. The oldest known Valentine. Wow.
0: From a prison.
1: Man, dude, that's like sort of like dark and sad, but like romantic. That's hella romantic, bro. Like. (laughs) Like, he's just, he's just like, I'm inside these walls, but I just want you to know that. I'd rather be you. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Uh,
0: There is a, there is a 50-50 shot that makes it into the final cut of the episode. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: I don't know what Charles, the Duke, Duke of Orleans did to end up in prison but i hope that he lived his life to where he ended up somehow meeting his valentine yeah Um, i'd like to think that too and maybe a little bit of what johnny said (laughs) (laughs) but anyways that's just a little background of some valentine's day history um you got any plans for valentine's day that you gotta yes uh
0: lauren and i will be making a home cooked meal together and spending some time together and then afterwards we will be making the long trek to the tcu campus rec where i will be participating in an intramural basketball game beautiful where i guarantee i will drop at least 30 points oh
1: dropping some threes
0: at least 30 points y'all don't (laughs) y'all don't know my background of basketball (laughs) Your boy used to hoop.
1: Re- <laughs>
0: I still do. I'm he's, nice. He's really humble. He's really humble. No, I'm so good <laughs> at basketball. I should have easily gone D1, but like my shoulder. But <laughs> every white guy ever.
1: But but my shoulder. But my right knee. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have gone
0: D1, but you know my knee just, I just gave out on me when I turned 19.
1: That's good though. Dinner, a little bit of sports. What about you? My girlfriend goes to OU, so we're actually going back to our hometown in Sunnyvale this weekend, and we'll hang out. We're not going to actually get to celebrate on Thursday, uh, Valentine's Day, but our one-year anniversary is actually on that weekend. Nice. So we're sort of just combining it together, and we're just like, hey... Like we're gonna hang out Friday, and then I think Saturday we're doing some fun activities in Dallas, and then on Sunday we're going to go to this place called the Melting Pot in Dallas. Uh, it's basically like a four course like fondue meal. Oh, that's like, You what's dip up. everything in fondue. It's gonna be it's gonna be freaking awesome. Okay, I had uh, to make reservations like a month in advance. Is, is
0: fondue chocolate or cheese?
1: It's. Uh, or is it just any
0: hot liquid?
1: I, that's a good question because I've actually never been to like an establishment that runs stuff I've, like, like that. I remember so, those those
0: fondue machine commercials from when we were kids, and they showed both cheese and chocolate. So yeah, I, I feel there like will it could be, be either
1: chocolate. There will definitely be cheese. Uh, let's see fondue, a dish in which small pieces of food are dipped into a hot sauce or a hot cooking medium such as oil or broth. Nice or cheese or chocolate. So basically melted, you are spot on. Melted something. Melted, dipped into a hot
0: sauce of something. So, But that's cool, man. I'm happy you guys yeah. are going to so be celebrating be that. That'll be a good time. But before then, Ricky's going to be playing a shit ton of Apex Legends.
1: Oh, you already know. And if y'all listened to last week's podcast, I called this shit. You did. I would like to say that I called this shit the day that we were... the. The day that we recorded that episode last week was the first day that Apex Legends dropped. Literally had been out for, uh, I think, 10 hours. And I said, this game will be competition for Fortnite. If not, take over the Battle Royale scene.
0: It was your, your gamer spidey sense. It
1: was my gamer spidey sense. And I will give you the facts. Give me the of facts. what is happening right now.
0: All facts, no printers.
1: So, within the first week of Apex Legends being released, they have had over 25 million players.
0: That's unreal. One week. One week.
1: You have people like Ninja. Have you all heard of Ninja? The dude that always changes his hair to some ridiculous color. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: he's awesome though
1: (laughs) he's awesome though uh courage dr lupo um
0: basically the top streamers. basically
1: top streamers like on twitch that are just making a fortune off of people viewing them playing video games
0: for you for you non-gamers that have no idea who these people are this is a huge deal yeah it's this is unheard of huge
1: deal and And it's gonna be huge, huge. It's already huge competition against Fortnite. I see, I see, Apex Legends posts all over discover pages on social media. I see, even Fortnite posts. If anyone posts anything Fortnite, they go into the comment section and they just rattle the shit out of them. Yeah. They're like, Apex is better. Hey, Apex is better. Apex is better. Like, uh, Fortnite is dead. Fortnite is dead. Fortnite is dead. Fortnite is dead.
0: Apex Legends is 100% better than Fortnite. It is. It is. And I I actually I haven't had a chance to play a ton of it, but I played my first game of it today. Immediately liked it 1000 times better than Fortnite. Right. And I and I and granted I never really got into Fortnite. I, it never really clicked with me like games do, but Apex Legends is so much fun. That game rocks. Yeah. That dude, game is it's the best.
1: It's incredible. And I know last time that I had, uh, I didn't get to play it yet, I had just downloaded it and we were recording a podcast, but now after giving me a week, I haven't played it every single day of the week, but given the amount of time that I've gotten to play, it is remarkably a breath of fresh air, as all those streamers are also saying, I'm sure, um, remarkable Breath of fresh air, definitely cop it because it's also free. I made that very clear in the I last think podcast. We may
0: have mentioned that in the last episode.
1: And like there's people like me that aren't even being paid to like talk about this. Like, I'm just telling y'all because it's such a huge deal. Like, like imagine just like the word of mouth of this game.
0: Combined with social media. Combined
1: with social media. Unreal. It's it's crazy. There there's this game this they're already talking about adding new maps. They're already one step ahead. Yeah. They're like, "Hey, we're not going to just we're not going to do what Fortnite does and you know, rearrange the map and change the map. Just do new we're maps." We're going to just add an entirely new map.
0: That's that's the best way. One of my issues was is they're going to have to find a way to keep this game like fresh and alive. And I think the way that it plays is is enough to keep it really popular but i agree putting in new maps is the best way to keep people interested in the game because it creates a new experience every single time once you add more and more maps
1: right and i think and i think that respawn and ea i think that they deserve the credit that's due for what they what they release they release like i mean it's it's very evident that they they put a lot of work into this game and that it's the movement is smooth. Like it's, it's insane how much fun this game is. And I think the one thing they didn't account for is the amount of traffic they would have gotten the first week, because there's been a couple of times where it's been really laggy. And I think it's because the servers are just bitten tortured by the amount of traffic.
0: That's 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 a really good sign though. If yeah. I'm if I'm on the EA team, I'm like that's a good It's thing.
1: like, "Oh, what's our what's our worst problem?" "Oh, we have too many people trying to pull our game." Yeah, that's <laughs> if
0: that's your biggest problem, you're clearly doing something right. Um I think it, I can I I really don't have any more to say about it. It's just a great game. I totally recommend it way more than Fortnite. Yeah. I think that this is if not the the beginning of the downfall of Fortnite. maybe because someone now is going to build off of apex legends and someone's going to build off of that
1: there's always something in the works the
0: battle royale kind of mode of gaming is wide open right there are so many different opportunities for creating a great game like this and apex legend is just a testament to what you can do with this battle royale mode
1: right and not only EA, EA made that game, not only is EA released that, but they're releasing this huge game, it's not, it's not Apex Legends, but they're releasing a game called Anthem that's supposed to be really groundbreaking too. Yeah, Anthem So y'all, tight. y'all look out for that. But while we're on the discussion of games and video games and all that fun stuff, we're going to get into our last segment which is about the PlayStation VR or just virtual reality in general. So I was lucky enough for my birthday. I know, last week was my birthday. It was I'm very Ricky. clear. I'm the Ricky, it's podcast. my birthday. <laughs> Hi, my name's Ricky, it's my birthday. Sick, dude, so sick. <laughs> so tight. So tight. Anyways, my girlfriend Hannah w- blessed me with a gracious gift of supplying me with a PSVR and i have to tell you it's the first time i ever did virtual reality and it is like the most bizarre crazy in a good way interesting fun like experience, thing, experience yeah. ever like like it, in a, in the most amazing way possible of like explaining that like in a good way yeah uh it's fun as hell yeah. hundred percent.
0: I've benefited from it as well, seeing as how I live with you. And yeah. so me since you get VR, I also get VR, <laughs> which is really fun. We got uh so Ricky got uh we got the Rick and Morty virtual reality game. There's yeah. also Resident Evil and then there's like uh like you know when you get uh, a Wii it comes with the kind of like pre games installed on it the psvr right. has the same kind of thing it's called the playstation vr playroom and it's got like five mini games that you can play with friends it's a great way to like if you wanted to pre-game before going out that's a super fun oh, thing I to would do
1: 100 percent totally
0: recommend that. that it's super fun oh, yeah. um just from my experience with the vr it it's insane you're the vr quality has improved a lot since its release in like i think since the 90s people have been trying to create vr oh yeah and we're obviously at the peak of what vr can do right now it's only going to get better from here but right Right. now it's it's really fun very blessed it it was actually
1: super funny like backtracking before i had it yeah so i remember like having multiple discussions with my girlfriend with wes asking me suspicious questions like hey like what
0: what do you think about this vr what do you
1: think of like PSVR, Like, what do you think of, like, Nintendo Switch or something? Like, because those are, like, two things, like, I really had been wanting. But nothing that I was, like, expecting, like, my girlfriend to, like, actually get me. I just talked about that in general. Anyways, so Johnny and I were, I was like, I was like, Johnny, like, I don't know. Like, I I think Hannah might be getting me, like, VR. And then Johnny's reaction was just like.
0: Pure excitement.
1: Pure excitement. He's like, "Oh shit! You have to get it. It's like, please. It, it, it's like we're we're like not going out anywhere for any weekend ever in the future now. <laughs> I haven't
0: I haven't set foot outside of my apartment since we got it. Anyways,
1: so like like we got it and like it was it was awesome. Yeah, like you said, we got the Rick and Morty game, which is like a real like funny. It's a mess around comedic, game. Yeah, like environment. Uh, and then. I also decided to get Resident Evil, which is absolutely terrifying. That game is so scary. It's terrifying. Like, okay, I know y'all can. I've played horror games before, and playing it in front of a screen is different from playing in VR. VR is just like completely. You're like in it. Like, wherever you turn your head, you're in it. Uh, so like, there's a lot of jump scares that like really freaked me out. But I actually have a great video of Johnny freaking out to the yeah. <laughs> to we'll the tw- game. we'll tweet it out. We'll tweet it out. <laughs> it was and y'all can see for yourself. But hey, uh,
0: okay, it was terrifying. You, it's so much <laughs> different because when we were playing, so we had a lot of people over and we were playing it. Uh, I think we had like five or six people kind of just trying it out the night that we got it, um, or that you got. It. I love how I'm like, yeah. Now I'm part like, of like, it. it's like. <laughs> um, so we were all playing it and everyone was getting a turn and watching it, you know, watching someone else do it and watching what's happening on the screen is so much different from actually having the headset on and being in the game because you have the headphones in the the sound and everything it's you walking through through this creepy abandoned house and you have no idea what's gonna happen. And it looks so real. It's so scary. I was I was sitting and watching someone else play and I was like, ah, oh, it's not that bad, I'll try it. And I put it on, immediate fear. Yeah. Immediate fear. You're
1: like, oh, I'm in this shit.
0: I, I was such a wuss when I was playing it. I didn't, <laughs> I, I was like turning and looking down every corner to see. I knew something was gonna jump out, <laughs> but it was just, oh man, it, it, it's a great experience. Uh, if you ever get the chance to try a VR highly recommend it it's a great experience
1: I I highly recommend it I I plan on uh, looking into some other cool games that uh, we can play on it maybe invest in a couple games also if you get a VR the games actually aren't as expensive as a normal like PS4 uh, if it's PSVR that you're getting but uh, as a PS4 game like PS4 games like 60 bucks 60 bucks like the PSVR games are about 30 bucks a pop
0: yeah because they're trying to build up they're trying to be like hey this is vr it's not super right expensive. because
1: because obviously the graphics are limited yeah for vr compared to like what they have now yeah and also they're limited to how much they can build into the game like story-wise and length-wise because obviously if you're in vr it's gonna take if if i was playing red dead the entire red dead campaign with vr it, that would take me like at least a a year if I was committed to playing it, like and almost the, every yeah. day.
0: And the attention to detail on and that game, the attention to
1: detail, like it would take about a I year would, to
0: it would take a year to download the game.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, just like insane, but yeah, that's a little that's a fun toy that uh, Hannah got me for my birthday, and Johnny has definitely been benefiting from it as key, well. Loki,
0: Loki, been hogging the VR. high
1: key hike no no <laughs> no we've been having fun with it but uh that's uh i think that's we're, we're about to wrap it up here though yeah uh, that's definitely all w- recommend psvr though yeah. super cool
0: yeah totally uh yeah like ricky said that's all we got for you guys today again check us out on social media follow the pc podcast twitter handle at pc podcast one uh, check out our social media as well if you like. Again, if you guys have topic suggestions or anything you want to say,
1: seriously, send us, send us anything. If like, you,
0: even if it's just a funny picture of you flipping yeah, us off, saying this podcast is like, trash.
1: Or like, send us something and be like, hey, like, roast this photo of me. Like, like, we'll gladly like roast you. Like, oh, know,
0: I'd be down just, to roast some people. Yeah. <laughs> or we could roast you without your permission. Oh, that yeah, would be fine would... too. We have a thick <laughs> Rolodex of people we could be fully prepared to roast. <laughs> uh we also uh, we also have some some special episode stuff coming up uh we have some special guests that are going to be coming on we're excited for you guys to take a listen to it uh and that's about it for my end ricky you got anything
1: don't slap your girlfriend with a bloody goat hide yeah because i
0: don't (laughs) while that may have worked in sixth century bc i'm not sure she would take too kindly for it Yeah, yeah that wouldn't work out too well in our favor so we'll stick away stay away from the goat hides Uh, but thanks for tuning in guys. This has been episode nine of the politically correct podcast.